I'm sure the inconvenience came in for the people who had to be isolated in their cabins, but they were treated really well. They got lobster dinner, steak Wellington, uh, beef Wellington. They watched movies, were brought a bottle of champagne and chocolates and made the best of it. We're back doing their cruising by like seven o'clock the next morning. DCL Duo fans, before we dive into this week's bonus episode, just wanted to give a quick thank you to our show sponsor, Touring Plans Travel. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacations and love the experience and service that we get from our travel advisor over at Touring Plans Travel. I know you will too. So if you're interested in booking your next fabulous Disney vacation, whether that's a Disney cruise or a visit to the parks or really just any cruise or any vacation, head over to touringplans.com travel and let them know that the DCL Duo sent you to support the show. Right now, Touring Plans Travel is offering some fabulous incentives to book your next Disney Cruise Line vacation, including a free access to the Touring Plans website with all of its great planning tools and tips and some Touring Plans swag and onboard credit. And because this week's episode is dealing with a fabulous celebrity cruise, Touring Plans Travel wanted us to let you know that they are offering extra onboard credit for any new bookings between now and June 19th for sailings departing up until December 31st of 2022. So it's a great time to book a cruise with celebrity or with Disney. So head over to touringplans.com travel. Let them know we sent you and now on to our show welcome back everybody to this week's bonus edition of the dcl duo podcast and we went live with this show but had a little bit of a technical difficulty on the uh, the audio side of things so i have brought john over to do a just audio only recording that will push out through the podcast channel for everyone so you can hear everything that john wanted to tell us because i was listening and it was fabulous on the live show oh so, yeah let's go all night yeah <laughs> Well, let's let's first start by welcoming John Roberts back from In the Loop Travel. Welcome, John. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. So, John, we're excited to have you on because you were on the first sailing of the Celebrity Millennium out of St. Martin on a seven-night fabulous Southern Caribbean cruise. This is the first Caribbean sailing in North America since the COVID shutdown. And so wanted to have you on to talk about what that was like. Let me just start by asking the sort of general question, John, which was, how was it? How was it being out on a cruise ship after so long? Oh, yeah, it was it was amazing to be back. The word that a lot of people kept saying was surreal. You know, everyone on board was uh, an avid cruiser, had been on multiple cruises, and they were just so excited to be back. After the shutdown, they'd been looking forward to it. They told us tales of six or 12 cruises canceled by some cruise fanatics as so you know it was just all smiles and a great energy on board it was really it was really a milestone cruise it did a lot for cruisers it's uh starting to get people back to work on the cruise lines and really important for the destinations down there in the caribbean well i know that you didn't have to book this one yourself you got invited on board but i am curious what the boarding process and the sort of pre-boarding process was like in terms of testing or other protocols so what was the pre-boarding requirement or what, what did it take to get on the ship yeah so this was um essentially a fully vaccinated cruise all adults, uh, 16 and older, had to have um, their full vaccination. And as well, the crew did. Is uh, The only people that didn't have to were uh, children. And there were only about a dozen of those on board. So the crew and all adult passengers fully vaccinated and also had to show a 
pre-cruise negative COVID test within 72 hours of the cruise. And that was the end of uh, the PCR test, I'm sorry. And so um, it felt like a really safe environment. By the time we got going on the cruise, uh, most people, pretty much almost everybody, passenger-wise, had shed their masks. Uh, crew were still required to wear masks. But that was the pre-cruising protocols. The embarkation process was fairly smooth with such a low passenger count. Even in a small port like uh, St. Martin, they had people check in uh, to the port at a certain hour to get on board. So we had um, time in the port, about 15 to 20 minutes, and we were on the ship after the check-in process. So they did a pretty good job spreading out the groups to get everyone on board in a nice, uh, timely fashion. Well, and speaking of the groups, you you mentioned as we were talking on our live version of the show that, uh, w- give me the numbers again in terms of how many on board versus capacity. Yeah. So there were about 600 passengers on board and the ship would normally carry up to about 2,200. So it was quite a spacious uh, environment for everybody to sort of spread out and not get in each other's way. And there was no crowds really on board except for when you went to the casinos at night. That is amazing. Did you feel like there was enough crew on board to support the passengers who were there? Yeah, the funny thing is there was about an equal number of crew to passengers. So we had a really high, high level of uh, attention and service. Nice. And, and cabin-wise, did they shut anything down that you know you couldn't book inside cabins or they wanted guests only in verandas or something like that? Yeah. They, um, they didn't have anybody in the inside cabin. So anyone who booked got an ocean view or a uh, balcony and all 50 suites on board were sold out. So those went quick. And the crew actually was given the courtesy of not having to be in cramped crew quarters, two or three to a bunk. And um, so they use those inside cabins they weren't doing for their normal cruise passengers, and they let the crew spread out in a nice, comfortable environment as well. That's that's good to hear. I, I don't know if you saw the HBO documentary they did on the last cruise, I think it was called, but uh, the seeing the crew quarters during a time when people were getting sick was just, uh, yeah. just heart-wrenching. So yeah. it's good to hear they were letting them spread out a little bit on board. Well, in terms of the onboard experience, let's start there. Dining-wise... What was open? What was closed? What were the dining main dining rooms like? Yeah, there were quite a few in the main dining room. There being when only six hundred people on board, and not too many went to the main dining room all at the same time because they were either going to the specialty dining uh, options. So it was never crowded in the main dining room. In fact, they had like half of it shut down in all the dining areas, all the eateries throughout the ship. They uh, had a little more space between the tables, maybe spread out than they would have normally. So they had fewer tables in there. The ship in general uh, had very few uh, restrictions. Uh, The pool areas were open and, you know, no reservations needed to go to shows, anything like that. I know like some of the other cruise lines are doing is requiring some sort of metering process to get into the buffet uh, type uh, eateries and things like that. There was none of that. There were just some uh, chairs marked off in the theater so that people didn't sit too close together. And the same in the casino. And in the main dining, it sounds like you could you could kind of sit with whomever you wanted. There were no restrictions to keep within a travel party or anything like that. Exactly. And, then, and that's uh, what really felt most normal about the cruises. With everyone on board, passenger-wise, not wearing a mask, you were free to greet new friends, hang out with them as you like, dine with them. And, do anything you might do on a normal cruise, which really 
that's what really felt best about this by the time we got going day two, day three, is that you could tell everyone was real excited, having a great time, meeting new friends and doing everything they loved about cruising. And John, was this your first, I know this wasn't your first cruise back because in talking to Jason Leppert, we have a show coming out in a, in a little bit about his cruise in Alaska. And you were actually on board sailing with him on an uncruise vessel, which is a small ship for folks out there who don't know. Was this your first large ship cruise back or have yeah. you taken one before? Yep. No, nope. it was actually the first large ship and the first time I've been out of the uh, United States in 15 months. So it was great for a lot of reasons. And how was, I guess, how was that psychologically? John, I asked because I just got back from Orlando myself going to a Disney park and it was one of the most jarring experiences that I have had, you know, going from 15 months of quarantine to being around a bunch of, you know, happy and excited park goers <laughs> right. who were not wearing, not wearing masks outdoors because they weren't required. So what, what was that like for you? It was, uh, it took, it took a few moments for me to get back into my international travel habits. You know, I, forget certain things like coming back through the U.S. I thought, you know, I'm just going to roll back up to my car. I forgot the immigration process you have to go back through and all sorts of things like that. So it was interesting. You know, we didn't go too far away. The Caribbean's, you know, part of the same hemisphere and everything, but it's like it was outside the country. So you had different things you had to deal with. The, the airport's a little tiny in St. Martin. It gets a little crowded and cramped and, you know, things that you you, you took for granted before about traveling around that you sort of really knew what you're doing. It's, it took a little while to shake the rust off, I should say. Yeah, I can, I can sympathize. I, I, <laughs> I think I started taking a list of things that I forgot to pack that I never would have forgotten right, to pack pre-COVID. Right. I had to repack my, my bags a certain way because I had finally, last year, after holding out hope that we'd be traveling again, took everything apart, put it all away for far too long and, and you know, reassembled it all for an international trip for the first time. So it was, it's fun. It's exciting. You mentioned the St. Martin Airport. I know from our discussion earlier that uh, you had a little tip for folks traveling in who are looking to sail out of St. Martin. And uh, you want to give folks that tip? Yeah, yeah. So Celebrity Millennium sails with uh, St. Martin as its home port. And like we mentioned, they only have a 30% capacity or so on the first cruise, but they're going to be bumping those numbers up quite a bit. And there will be other ships. Um, I know Windstar Star Breeze is also going to be using it as a home port, and more and more people are starting to head to the resorts down there this summer. The airport is not quite able to handle these kind of numbers from what I saw. And we, you know, we'd be in the first cruise and has such a low number on our ship. It's just only going to get busier and busier at these airports. So my recommendation 100% is definitely come in a day before your cruise. Don't rely on flying in day of. You're going to get caught in long immigration lines getting into the country. But on the way out might be the bigger problem. If everyone gets off ships doing like a Saturday to Saturday, one or two ships or ships that are more full than I saw end up at the airport on the same day, you might want to Take an extra day in St. Martin, enjoy it, relax. You just came off your cruise, get a, a night or two at a resort, and then come back home on a Monday if you can, or the Sunday, if at all possible. You're just going to have a better experience overall and have less chance of having long flight de delays and missing your connections once you get back to the mainland. Yeah, I, there are probably worse places to have to spend an extra day than St. Martin, but I... <laughs> It sounds like a good tip to me to spend some time there. Yeah. Um, so on the cruise side of things, John, let me just ask, uh, you sailed to Barbados, Curacao, and Aruba, the ABCs in the Southern Caribbean. And I'm curious what kind of port excursions they were offering and did you need to be on one in order to get off the boat in those uh, those locations? Yeah, the only destination that required 
uh, you'd be on a ship sponsored excursion was Barbados, Aruba and Curacao say that you're free to come ashore on your own. But if you're going to be near any of the shops or please wear a mask and things like that, but you weren't restricted to a bubble for getting off the ship like you would be in Barbados and things are getting are flexible down there. So you, you don't know if the rules are going to change by next week or anything, but that's the, the state of play as we got off was Barbados required you to be on a ship excursion or Ruben Curacao. We were free to, to explore on our own. Um, we found the shopkeepers and everybody on the island was very excited to have the tourism back, though. Nice. And and how was the the crew on board in terms of their mood, John, about being back? The crew was overwhelmingly upbeat. And that was one of the things we noticed and continued to be a highlight throughout the cruise from the moment we stepped on the ship. Uh, we would walk from one end of the ship to the other, just trying to get to a particular venue. And you couldn't walk more than a few steps before someone would stop you and say, Hey, welcome back on board. We're really glad to have you. And you could tell uh, they were smiling and and really, really uh, earnest in, in, in their excitement. So uh, that was really good to see. And I would say it was a highlight that and meeting other f- new friends and seeing cruisers really interacting with each other. It was a lot of fun. And it sounds like there was really no experience that was closed off to you, that everything was open, everything was running, and uh, you kind of had your run of the ship at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of really cool to do it with so few people on board. So there were no crowds and I don't wish that's the way that it is permanently, but it was, it was real nice to get going, get your feet wet, get comfortable, a lot of space on board. Everything was open, no limitations, no restrictions. We took advantage of all the shows. Uh, We went to the martini bar. We went to other lounges. We played trivia every day. Uh, and we went to the spa, even get, got ourselves a massage. So there was uh, no venues that were closed. You just had a little bit of um, the, some of the restaurants had the table spaced out a little more, or you might have uh, signs on the chairs in the casino or the main theater that said, please uh, sit with a little space between you. John, you mentioned earlier it was fully vaccinated, but obviously not for kids under 12. Did you spot any kids on board? Did you see if they were having a good time and, you know, any activities they were doing? Yeah, I know that they had the like eight registered for the kids club when I went on up there to check out what that venue looked like. And when I went up there, they were already out doing some activities. So I I didn't really notice the kids on board. Uh, maybe a few who were teenagers, but I don't anyone 12 and younger. They said they were on there, but I don't think I ever saw them. Yeah, maybe they were maybe they were all holed up somewhere if you were unvaccinated, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they were with their parents doing very specific things or whatever, you know. Yeah. John, I know Wednesday of this week uh, or last week, uh, midway through the cruise, you found out that two passengers on board had gotten uh, tested positive for COVID uh, despite being vaccinated. And I'm just curious what uh, what the messaging was like and what the mood was like uh, on board following that announcement. And and basically what, what kinds of protocols kicked in for you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we heard that and it was, you know, it, was, it wasn't great to hear that had happened. We knew everyone on board was vaccinated and as part of the normal testing procedures that go on for this cruise, everyone gets uh, a test before they're allowed to return home. So near the end of the cruise, they start testing people and people go in for their tests. And I guess these two people tested positive. They were asymptomatic and otherwise we wouldn't have known. The protocols kicked in and they were quarantined in their cabin for the rest of the cruise. 
And uh, anyone, upon interviewing them, they found out who might have been close contacts out on excursions or something or hanging out with on the ship. And uh, about two dozen other people had to be also isolated in their room overnight. But the captain had come on, made the announcement, and we heard it and we sort of knew what was going on. But it didn't affect anybody else on the ship who wasn't a close contact. By the end of the cruise, everyone had been tested. Those people in the the couple dozen in close contact had been tested a few times. And everyone except for those initial two came back negative. So it was great to see that the protocols worked and there was no spread. Everything carried on as normal. And and that was a nice relief. Yeah, I mean, fantastic to hear the protocols worked. I mean, this was bound to happen at some point and something we're going to have to learn to to start to live with a little bit. Also great to hear that the two folks on board who tested positive were asymptomatic, right? Likely because they were vaccinated. I, I would have thought maybe there would be a mood on board of, oh, wow, here we go again. Uh, we're going to be stuck out at sea. No one's going to let us in, but it sounds like things just continued as normal. Yeah. yeah like you say, we're going to have to learn to live with this. And I think what reassured everyone was they all knew they were all vaccinated and everybody on board was vaccinated. So it wasn't too alarming. We do know there are cases of people testing positive for COVID, even though they've been vaccinated. And so it wasn't a big inconvenience. There was no fear rippling throughout the ship. I'm sure the inconvenience came in for the people who had to be isolated in their cabins, but they were treated really well. They got lobster dinner, steak Wellington, beef Wellington. They watched movies, were brought a bottle of champagne and chocolates and made the best of it. We're back doing their cruising by like seven o'clock the next morning. Certainly, certainly better than uh, quarantine uh, in my house, where we'd probably be Uber, Uber eating. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> we'd probably be Ubering Taco Bell or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can think of worse, worse places to have to quarantine. John, favorite moment from the cruise? Looking back, uh, I would say definitely just, just the fact you're getting back into that environment, not being in in your house or in your neighborhood and seeing new faces and making new friends, just the overall vibrant, upbeat energy that was on board. You know, you can relax doing one of your favorite vacation travel experiences. It just felt so normal. And so I would say the overall day-to-day rhythm I got in, it just felt great to just, it's like slipping on an old comfortable shoe, just being back on board, doing the, doing cruising. Yeah, I'm, I I bet. I bet, especially for someone who loves to travel and writes about cruising. So I, I'm sure it felt great. Uh, what's next for you, John? What's your next cruise? Well, actually, I will be leaving for Greece this week and uh, taking a trip around the Greek Isles on Celebrity's newest ship, Celebrity Apex. So that's another chance to to sort of see how cruising is unfolding in another region of the world. I went go from the Caribbean over to Europe and see how they're doing it over there, what the protocols are like and what people are liking about it and sort of where it stands. Now, now our celebrity, it's interesting you mentioned that our celebrities protocols different on the apex as uh, from the millennium or is celebrity applying kind of a uniform set of protocols? No, it should be pretty much the same. And, and what'll be different is uh, any restrictions will come from the local governments. And I think Greece is even more open than most places as long as you're vaccinated. So it'll be the Greek Isles. And I think we'll have a stop in Cyprus as well. So I'll have to see if they've got anything different going on there. But celebrities protocols per se on board the ship. And this will be another vaccinated cruise, except for the youngsters. It should be pretty, should be pretty similar, I would think. Well, John, I follow along your travels because they're always interesting and I love to read about them and watch them. And I know you have a blog and a YouTube channel. You want to let folks know where they can find you if they want to follow along and hear about your next fabulous adventure? 
For sure. Um, they can find my writing, my stories on uh, IndoLoopTravel.com and all my videos, including uh, the newest ones, a ship tour from Celebrity Millennium on my YouTube channel, IndoLoopTravel. Nice. Well, I highly encourage everyone to go check it out. I love following along John's travels. And John, I really appreciate you coming on the show. We'll have to have you back again when cruising really starts back up in earnest to hear about all of your, hear about another one of your fabulous adventures. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love to do it. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing all about John's fantastic cruise aboard the Celebrity Millennium to the Caribbean. It is great to hear that cruises are back in North America and sailing to the Caribbean again. I know we are really looking forward to being back on board a Disney ship for a Caribbean cruise. We've got one booked in November that we're really hoping happens, and uh, it seems very likely that it will based on all the great news that we're hearing these days about cruises and sailing again. So hope you enjoyed hearing John's experience. I think it's going to be great to have more and more folks on who are sharing new experiences aboard cruise ships as opposed to reminiscing about the old days. So it'll be nice to have some guests on with some new experiences and we're really looking forward to that. So if you're out there sailing again, let us know. We'd love to have you on to share your story. With that, I do want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening to our bonus episode this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those five-star reviews. We love hearing from our listeners and those five-star reviews are a great way for us to hear from you. So head over there, leave us those reviews. We really appreciate each and every one of them. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. You can also check out the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. Just head over to youtube.com slash dclduo. Or you can become a supporter of the show by joining our Patreon over at patreon.com slash dclduo. Head over and check out those support tiers. We really appreciate all of our Patreons out there for supporting the program. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney Family of Theme Parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.